decided to uh, start journaling via recording. Um, and I decided to just publish them as a podcast. So, um, yeah, this is going to be episode one. Uh, this is kind of where I got the idea. I recorded this thing this morning. There is no edits, uh, because A, I don't know how to B, I don't particularly care. Um, I just kind of wanted to get this out there. So this is the intro to that, uh, chunk of me kind of just talking. Um, it was, I guess, to preemphasize it, to preface, that was the word, preface this. It's more, it's just, it's a diary. Um, it's a diary of what was in my head and that needed to get out of my head. Um, if you know me, cool. Uh, this is what it's like in my head. If you don't, congratulations. You're about to know me super duper well. Um, yeah. And I might just continue doing this and publishing these and just throwing it out into the ether. If anyone listens, great. If you don't, if, you know, like if no one does, at least I did it. And at least I documented my brain. And that is more or less what I am trying to do. Um, hope you find it entertaining or enlightening or hopefully it keeps you occupied, occupied for like an hour. Um, yeah, here you go. Sometimes I just need time for me, but I journaling is too distracting for me, so the best I got is voiceover. Because there's so much that can change in a tone. So much tone that can change a sentence and a structure and the meaning. I pay respect to my ancestors. For their guidance through my own struggles. For their love. Because I love them too. And this year, for the holidays, holidays typically especially in the winter months, are about bringing people together, communities, families, loved ones, bringing them together. And my family hasn't, my close family hasn't been great about that. And I'm not saying that this year I'm going to bring us all together, but I am saying that this year I'm going to try and do something. I don't know what, but it's going to be something. Because I, I have a family 
And my ancestors really want me to reach out to them. Because I'm sure they're struggling without a family like me. And I may not be ready to work with my mom yet. But I'm thinking I might be able to talk with my brother. I have siblings. Trying to fit where they were siblings in my life is hard. <laughs> Trying to fit where there was any sibling love is hard. But we're not dead yet. <laughs> so it's not impossible. And I'm going to try and help that. I think that's what I'm going to do. As for my career, uh, I just, I truly want to find something that fits me and what I want. And what I want is to help others see, to help others be, to help others know that they're not alone in their struggles. And the world isn't as dark as we force ourselves to see it. We don't have to live in pain and fear. Pain and fear are just lessons. Once we learn them, it's, it's easier to love. It's easier to love yourself. And to be grateful for those in your life and where your life is at. And I want to be able, I want, I want to help people see that. And I'm not entirely sure how. Do I become a psychiatrist? Do I start doing it that way? I don't feel like that's right. But avoiding it for so long that there must be a reason why. Not because I'm avoiding my destiny, but maybe that's just not the right, right way to do it. I'm starting a podcast with myself. Maybe. Maybe. Lord knows I can just talk and talk and talk. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I will turn these recordings into something this being my beginning 31 years into my life and I'm just now beginning and you know what hot damn I'm excited for it
There's no amount of shame, actually. There's no amount of shame that it's taken me 31 years because those 31 years were spent experiencing. Experiencing life to the point where I understand it, at least my version of it. Experiencing the trouble and turmoil, but also laughter and silliness. And choosing what side to fight for. I don't know how else I'm going to do this. Uh, because, like, I'm all right. I'm alright at a lot of things, and I'm amazing at others. I'm gonna do them all regardless. But trying to figure out the one to stick with, that's... That's the one I'm not sure about. Because I don't know why, but as soon as... As soon as it becomes a challenge, like a real challenge, like a I want to give up now challenge, I lose my fire. I lose my passion. And without my passion, I lose interest. And without interest, there goes the motivation, there goes the flow, there goes the entire idea. One thing I've noticed in my 31 years is the coffee shop setting. That moment where you actually have your day is spent with moments. Moments of talking. Moments of chit-chat. Can I just... Can my days seriously just be spent chatting? I can make small talk. I can make real talk. I can make deep talk. I can make silly talk. I can talk. Talking is something that I am very good at. Maybe not pronouncing, pronouncing words. Maybe not enunciating. But boy, oh boy. And I talk. Maybe I just start start charging people to have conversations with me. I'd be really okay with that. If that was the way that I could I could pay my bills, that would be great. Every conversation with me is 20 bucks. You know, 20 bucks or five minutes. But talking without an objective. Oof. Talking to just talk. Maybe walking to just walk. 
how can I how can I make that my life how can I talk for my life how can I make people smile with my aggressively wholesome positivity That's what I want to do. I want to talk with people. I want to talk with people and learn their stories and try and give them a light. I want to help them see their own light just through words. I want to help them find their inner child. I want to help them find the reason to skip through a puddle I want that I want to do that I want to bring them joy in pocket ways I want to talk I want to talk and have my words mean something to them. I want to talk and see see how what I say lights a fire in them. Not even lights it, just helps them see it for themselves. I want to talk and have what I say means something to them for a long, long time that lights the rocket under them to find their own silliness, to find their happiness, to find their joy. That's what I want to do. I want to talk. And it may seem silly, it may seem inconsequential. But you know what? If that isn't me, I don't know what is. Because you know what? I am silly, but I am definitely not inconsequential. I am loud, and I am free, and I am me. And that means something to someone. I know it means something to me. It's just a matter of where, where that shines its brightest. Where I shine my brightest. Because I know that if I am doing, if I am doing something where I, I shine myself the brightest, I know that by shining my brightest, I will be the happiest I could ever be in life. I'll be abundant in so many ways that are not just financially. By shining my brightest, I will have a community and I will have love 
and I will have freedom and I will have joy and I will have I will have a happiness that I so fucking deserve and I will and I absolutely will but I gotta find where I can shine bright and there's a lot of pockets in which I do shine brightly but it's not quite right it's not the full purpose it's me shining bright but it's like the it's like shining bright in a way that is pieces of something where i have found my joy is connection connecting connections connecting with people through talking through being through my favorite thing in the world is saying something or doing something and while being like doing something or saying something that is so innately myself and is so me and it just happens to cause a grin on somebody else's face and it's like it's like a smile I, it's it's a very specific smile it's a smile of something they forgot like a secret happiness that they forgot about it's a it's a unique smile that it's like what you you when you see pure joy and it something in you is just like I remember that and when I say a silly line or I am dancing at the bus stop I see that grin and it fills me with so much joy because that means like in that smile they see me and they see the joy and they innately react to it and I love that I love seeing that because while I may not need the validation from others, it is so greatly appreciated. And I know, and I know that in order to balance out all this light that I can fucking bring like a flood lamp. I also know my darkness innately well. It's through her that I have the strength to shine. She is dark and she is hurt. She is scarred. Scarred, charred, and barred. She's been in shackles from those around her and of her own making for so long. 
so I've sat with her. I've listened to her, and I've held her while she wept. And I let her know that she doesn't have to be in these restraints anymore. We're not in that place anymore. No one else, no one is putting these shackles upon her. She's allowed to be free. She's allowed to frolic with me. Even if frolicking is just laying in a field. She deserves to have the warmth on her face of my light. So, I take time out of my day to sit with her, be with her, hold her, while she fights her demons every day. Some days there are less, some days there are more and they overcome her. And on those days, I let her be. I don't dim my light, but I do not use the energy to shine it on anyone else but myself. Because those days are the days that I need my light more than anything. And those are the days in which she grows in strength. Because those are the days that she is the most vulnerable and I protect her with all of my heart. Because those are the days that she is mending. Those are the days that she takes those shackles off and is raw. So I sit with her. I tend with her wounds. And if that means... If that looks on the outside like I haven't left my bed all day, I haven't eaten much than a stale granola bar that was hidden under my pillows, then that's what it looks like. And on those days, I may reach out for help, but if I don't, just know that it's because I am healing and I am taking care of myself as best I can. Those days that I retract myself from the world. It's because she needs my help. My darkness, my shadow, my pain, my past. She needs my help. And so I allow myself to be with her. I don't force myself to go out and try and be the beacon to everyone because it is false. Because on those days, that is not who I am. On those days, I am my most guarded. I'm quiet reserved, not unkind nor rude, just reserved. I still smile. I still say my silly lines and I call people love and darling.
but it's from a much older and reserved spot in me. Because a lot of those times taking off those shackles are taking off a piece of me that no longer serves. And so those days I am also grieving. Grieving for parts of me that I became to survive. And as I am no longer just surviving, but I am thriving, I am floating, I am moving forward. I don't need those anymore. Those life preservers that I held on to are too tight and serve no purpose. But they still saved me in those times. They still were my hero. They still were the reason I made it here today. And I've held on to them for so long. But I don't need them anymore. So I let them go. And I grieve. I grieve for the, the pieces of me that I became. I grieve for the, the person I, I was to overcome hardest times so I grieve and I let them go with love and gratitude for for all that they've helped me through and sometimes the days in which I grieve the days in which my shadow self needs me Sometimes they're just days, sometimes they're only parts of days, and sometimes they're weeks. But as hard as those times are, and exhausting, and draining as those days are, they are worth it. They are worth it because once they are overcome, I can... I can be me again and be a little bit more whole and a little bit more true and a little bit more me. Actually me. Every, every day I am a new person. Every day I have new experiences and new love and new... New smiles that I've collected. Life changes consistently. Because if it doesn't, you're not doing it right. Even if your outside world may not change by much, so long as your inside world is consistently changing. We are meant to live, and life is just too short not to. There are so many things to experience. So many cultures, so many stories to take in. 
so, so much abundance here. That to not change is to just not experience life. I find that to be awful. Because good experiences fill you with joy. Bad experience fills you with lessons. Lessons to learn. So you can go after those riskier moves later on. So you can go after those bigger changes later on. Because you know a little bit more about it. Or even about what not to do. Hard lessons teach us a lot about ourselves. That's what they're for. I guess what I'm saying is I have a lot to say and I want to keep saying it I want to keep saying things every day and I know I'm a great listener at least to myself so I'm trying to figure out if basically how I can get paid for this (laughs) So, this is me putting myself out there. And I hope... I hope that maybe this resonates with somebody. If it doesn't, um, and you just have a cool idea about what I can do with this, let me know. Because I was like, there's podcasts, but podcasts by myself seem weird. I don't really know how to start it. Um, And then I could just keep them all to myself and just have a audio diary. Just where I can put my thoughts. I'm noticing my memory is not amazing. So while I have been talking for 20 odd minutes, I barely remember anything I said at the beginning of this. And I know that I know that my life is on an upswing, but unfortunately that upswing is high up in the clouds that I cannot see. I've changed so much that I have such a positive outlook on where my life is going. But unfortunately I have no tangible proof or even plan how to get there it's like I can I can envision living on top of this mountain high up in the clouds with everything I could ever want ever need ever desire with so much love and community and love and just the warmth of love surrounding me and freedom and just all of it Like, I feel it. I feel it in my guts. But I have no idea how to get to this magical place. 
you know, I, I don't, I don't know how to get there. But I know it's coming. I know, I know I'm on the path of getting there. Um, but right now I, I work at a coffee shop. <laughs> I work at a coffee shop. I had to ask for help to pay my rent. And I am battling a lot of financial demons in my life at the moment. And that's the consequence, I guess, for taking the time to figure out myself. And walking away from while they were good paying jobs, they were... They were not good for me. They were not good for my mental health. So choosing to walk away from those to better myself and my life and my lifestyle, my mental state, choosing to, choosing myself, who I am, not just my morals, but like my happiness, choosing my happiness on a daily basis over money, choosing how to find myself happy 40 hours a week rather than just earning an income and shoving myself into a basket into where she has no opinions and no voice. I wasn't going to do that to her anymore. So I chose me and I took the time to figure out who that person is. And by doing that, it's like I have to undo a lot of things that I've done before. I'm undoing, unraveling the I don't want to call them mistakes, but the choices I've made of my past in order to reweave a better future for myself. And I know that this mysterious pattern of the weave is going to be beautiful and it's going to make the most beautiful thing I have ever done in my life. Fortunately, I am weaving in the dark. <laughs> So I'm kind of kind of going based on instinct. And while it is very exciting, it is also absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But excitement and being scared are very similar feelings in your gut. It's why a lot of times you're either excited for roller coasters or scared of roller coasters. Because <laughs> it's that same feeling in your gut. And when you're trying to choose a path, it's hard sometimes to figure out if that feeling is scared or excited. It's a confusion between the two and... 
well, I guess in a way I should be more scared than I am. Because I am scared. I am, I am scared of not knowing how I'm getting there. But I know that I am. So that's where the excitement is. I guess that difference between scared and excitement is having faith that you'll make it into the happier spot, you know? Because it's not unknown if you know it to be a good place. It's like if you get in a car and your friend's like, we're going to a place and you're just like, uh, what kind of place? Is it a good place or a bad place? Because based on that is whether you're going to be scared or excited. And everything is telling me to just be excited. And not only be excited about that future place, but also be excited about where I am now because holy fuck. Mentally, I am the best I have ever been in my life. And I have a community that cares about me both online slash back home, both at a distance and in my neighborhood. I have that love and it is so amazing to have. When you grew up in a house that didn't have love, it only had obligation it had responsibility to the children because you have to. So growing up in that and then finding myself 30 years later in a place that is genuine love with warmth and compassion and caring about me that isn't out of obligation is fucking beautiful and I cannot be more grateful to that. God, <laughs> I am so, so happy with where I am now. And honestly, I keep wanting to say it scares me because I'm so excited because where I'm, I am now surrounded by this warmth and beauty and community is more than I could have imagined as a kid. It's more than I could have imagined. It's it's everything I wanted and more. It's everything I dreamed when I saw these kind of Sesame Street. <laughs> like, walk down the street and wave to your neighbor because you just happen to run into them. And you know, like, how's your family doing? And having that is just... I thought it was a fairy tale. I thought it was a fairy tale to wish for something like that. I thought it was just, it only happened because it was scripted. But no, it, it can happen. It can absolutely happen. And just knowing that I have that is just... <laughs> I had been trying to describe it to everyone because it's not a feeling that I've had before, but it's like the complete opposite of a heartbreak. 
I don't want to call it heart mending because it doesn't quite feel right, but it's like how excitement and scared are so similar in feelings. Just like the mindset is different. That is how this felt. It's just my heart hurt, but it it hurt in a good way. <laughs> like the feeling the feeling was that like the closest thing I had felt before was like horrible heartbreak but it was just like feeling so much love and abundance <laughs> abundance of warmth just broke me in the in the other way <laughs> instead of caving in it, it it expanded out and it was really alarming to be fair but amazing and so there's me sobbing again with a big grin on my face because I'm feeling the good emotions, the good feels, to such an abundance that it's overwhelming me as if it's trying to unwrite all of the memories of this feeling because they came from bad places. And it's hard. It's hard to rewrite. <laughs> It's hard to rewrite yourself. Hard to recode yourself like this. But it's also really, really fucking amazing. And I want to share that, but writing is not me. I get distracted by my own face in a camera, so that doesn't work. So here we are. Doing a voice. Doing my voice. My true voice. The one without a mask. The one that is unapologetically myself. Where it fluctuates and it changes. And it pauses to take a breath. I find art in how my mind works and how my voice connects to it and I don't know what that art is but whatever it is I know it's me so that's what I'm gonna put out everything is telling me to find myself and be myself and not only that find the creativity that has been denied my whole life. I've always been a dreamer. But I've only ever been a dreamer because I was not allowed to do more than that. So I'm trying to figure out how... How to dream in the tangible. How to create something from my heart. This is me trying to do that. So, hopefully it resonates. And if it doesn't, well, it's for me anyways. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Maybe I'll post it, maybe I won't. But, it is...
just like I am. So, thank you. And I love you. know how it ended because I still haven't actually re-listened to it but um there you go there is a good solid insight to my brain um and it was from based on memory of this morning because again I have not re-listened to it I hope that it made sense and um, I cannot promise that any other episodes I do will have any kind of semblance in any way. Um, yeah, I guess I will maybe make another one. I don't know. Just follow your dreams, dude. And that's what I tell myself every day. And so I'm. that's why I'm putting it out here as raw as possible. Not... <laughs> Not that I'm ashamed of it in any way. Um, not that I'm nervous about it. It's one of those that, like, for some reason, it's easier for me to be vulnerable like this than it would be to, like, start up an OnlyFans. Um, though, by lack of uh, technical insight in either of these is is pretty profound. So, uh, yeah, I I'm going to try and fiddle with these things. But I do hope that you enjoyed it. Um, if not, maybe don't listen again, because it's not going to stop me. <laughs> All right, toodles. Mm -hmm.